Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. Each week, my guests and I share our vulnerable behind the scenes stories of giving ourselves permission to take off our masks, let go of our expectations and embrace our own path of freedom and authentic connection. I'm your host, Bianca Hughes, a lover of authenticity and a licensed professional counselor in Georgia. Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. And if this is your more than first time, (laughs) welcome back. It is episode 31 of the Authentic Wednesday podcast and it is me today just sharing as I love to do with you guys of my experiences and sharing it. One of the things that I know that I challenge with and been challenged with a while. And when I say it's a challenge as well, let me preference this. These are the things that come at me. And I know that when I am intentional and consistent about working through them, they don't impact me as as much as they do. One of them is comparison. I know when comparison is rearing its head and when I could be like, no, this is not me. I don't need this. You know, I'm enough. However, it hasn't always been like that. My earliest memory I can remember is wanting to have long flowing straight hair. Man, I thought that, gosh, I'm trying to think how old I was, probably eight or nine, maybe could be younger, probably seven. And I just thought that I would you know, be seen or be more beautiful. And it was really difficult for me to be appreciative of my own beauty. And my hair was straightened. I don't remember how old I was, maybe eight or nine. I'm not sure. But you know what? And I begged my mom. I cried. She didn't want to do it. And I'll be honest, my hair was so beautiful and thick now when I look back at it. But I begged her and I cried. I kind of wish my mom said no at the time, but she didn't. And I was still not happy. I even had if you guys remember, also with Jericho, because I saw everyone else having it and I thought it would be cool and nice. And you know what? It's still, I still wasn't happy. I still didn't like it. It didn't look like everybody else. Well, of course it wouldn't because it's my hair and my hair is different to everyone else's. I don't think I've ever shared this story with you guys, but when it comes to hair, you know, I did have relaxed hair up until I was about 20 I believe or maybe 19 and unfortunately unfortunately I had a really bad reaction to the relaxer and here came out and was constantly coming out and got in sores and I dealt with her a long time and it was a really rough period for me because everyone else just seemed to have the best hair and I was just really struggling didn't feel pretty didn't feel beautiful I had natural hair when it was not popular when there wasn't as many products out and we had to figure it out and I would hot comb it and that wasn't always good because the heat and my hair like man I tried so many things It, it was really really hard for me and so I would always look at other people's hair and want what they had and it probably wasn't until man um maybe I was about 26 or so and I really started to begin to appreciate my natural hair And so now, of course, I have locks and I love my locks. I really don't like doing hair. So I love having locks. It's a lot easier to manage. And I even remember when I styled my locks, they weren't popular too, but I didn't care. I just didn't want to do my hair. But let's go back to me comparing. Me comparing my hair and wanting long flowing hair was me not 
being able to look in the mirror and consider myself enough or beautiful or be satisfied with who I was and what I have. It was a sense and a belief that that person who had long flow in here, that their life was better than mine or they were happier. And I know for a fact the idea of identity is something that I have struggled with Well, we all do because, you know, we do, especially in our teenage years, but it's definitely my ministry and definitely the thing that I know I've worked on a lot um, and have been able to become very secure in who I am and appreciate who I am for the majority of the time. But when that comparison sets in, it's that sense of, I feel inadequate, I feel inferior and I'm fearful. It's innately a belief that I am lacking something, that I'm not enough, that my gifts and beauties and strengths are not enough, that I'm lacking and that I need more. Because when I'm looking at that other person, they seem to have it all and I don't. First of all, when we compare, it is very inaccurate. Like it is because no two people are the same except unless you're twins or triplet. And even then, even though they look the same, if they're identical, they still have their own personalities. They still have their own gifts. And so now you are comparing or I'm comparing myself to someone who wasn't meant to be me. So of course, they're not going to measure up. Of course, it's not going to be the same. Another thing is when I comparing, you know, I have to remind myself people's journey are different. I'm only looking at what I can see from the outside. I have no idea what it's looked like. And there is that that quote that says, don't compare your insides to someone else's outside. So if I'm having a bad day and I could look at a picture and I'm like, oh, they look seem great. But what I'm essentially doing is comparing how I feel on the inside to how they look on the outside. And I have no idea on how they feel. Being in a in a state of constant comparison, a constant fear of that I'm lacking or that if you're lacking, it interrupts the ability to connect with ourselves authentically and connect with our authentic selves because we don't think that there's anything there. If we connect with our authentic self, we don't think that we have any gifts or any strengths. If we continue to look at other people and not sit with ourselves and appreciate the set ourselves, it can be really hard to be authentic. And the reason why I share that is that there are times and moments when we're not going to be authentic. We're not going to be real and we're going to have a hard time connecting with ourselves. Maybe because you're in a state of belief that you're not enough. So why would I connect with myself? Why would I look at myself? Why would I want my authentic self to come out? I'm inferior. I'm inadequate. And to look at ourselves when we believe we are inferior or inadequate is really, really hard and really, really painful. In a sense, what we're doing is we're rejecting ourselves. And when we reject, create a sense of disconnection from ourselves and then we get mad at the world and we look at people and we constantly compare and then we feel more inferior and we feel more inadequate. What am I saying? I'm saying, as I say, and as many of my guests say on this podcast, it's so important to connect with your authentic self, the imperfections the stuff you love, the stuff you don't love and see the 
big picture of how they all interconnect and make you you and see and appreciate who you are. And so you don't have to look at somebody else and feel like you lacking or that you're inadequate or that you're inferior because you are not. That is what I do. Like I literally have to look in my mirror and say, you know what? You're amazing. I do my affirmations. I hug myself more. One of the things is I'm hugging myself more. I'm telling I want myself more. I'm being apologetic to myself. Like, you know, we talked about, I talked in the shared on the long flowing hair stuff. I have apologized to my younger self for not appreciating my hair or myself or not appreciating who I was. Like I've apologized. Like that's Man, it's it's really powerful and healing. I probably cried for a while, but even that, like perhaps where you have rejected yourself in the past, it may be helpful to go back and apologize to that part of you that you rejected or even the part of you that you reject now because our ugly parts make us who we are. Like we can't be who we are without our ugly parts. And I know we don't want all those ugly parts. And so we wish we had what that that person have because we don't have it. But do we really? Because you can't just take a part of the person. And when we're doing that, in a sense, we're going into that perfectionism. Comparison can also be like um, we observe how people act and we don't act the same way. And so we begin to believe that they're better than us. Again, that's that inferiority. But I'll be honest, it's not just about us. If you grew up and you were compared, so-and-so got these grades, why can't you? So-and-so has done this at this age, why haven't you? Why are you not married yet? Why don't you have any kids yet? Why are you in this type of job? Why can't you be like this? Why can't you be this kind? Why can't you be calm? Why can't you be less controlling? Why can't you be kinder or nicer? Why can't you be more giving, right? When people are saying that to us and they're comparing and saying like so-and-so did, like your brother did, like your sister did, like your parents did, like your family, the teachers in the class, that creates that sense of inadequacy. That creates that sense of inferiority. And when we hold on to that and we believe that about ourselves, It creates that sense of I'm not good enough and you're constantly comparing and trying to be like other people and you fail because you are only ever meant to be you. So I get it. It's not just you. Then it's the images. Like, I mean, yeah, it was the girls in the classes with the hair, but it was all those pictures I was seeing. You know, I always share, you know, I'm 40. So the images I saw, not just in my house, not about in my house, but on the TV, there weren't as many black images. And those women didn't always have an afro or have natural hair. I mean, my mom didn't have, I'm trying to think. No, my mom didn't have natural hair, right? My grandma didn't have natural hair. My aunts didn't have natural hair. Of course I didn't want my natural hair. And so the images and the movies, those are things that influenced me greatly. And they probably have influenced you, the magazines. I want to emphasize that it's not just about you. 
it's not just your experience, like in the sense that what you're saying to yourself, it's all of those accumulations of those experiences that have created this sense of inadequacy, inadequacy, inferiority, and a lack, and then can fuel you to compare yourself. Because perhaps you weren't taught to look at yourself. And if you were, that's great. I need you on this podcast. (laughs) We all have a background story. If we look at our background story, it can often help us understand why we compare, but we don't have to stay there. I know now I'm much more than my appearance and I know I'm enough. Like I said, it still creeps in. That social media is probably the biggest one. I would say it's probably more in the sense of my business owner, being a business owner and an entrepreneur is where it creeps in. And probably on that area where I share about is just wanting to be in a place just financially secure is probably the place where it creeps in more. And I have to have those conversations about patience and what I am doing and the things I am doing and what I do have. I might not have this, but I have this. And that's not I may not be where I am in an entrepreneur journey, but maybe they've been doing it for longer. Maybe their resources are different to me. Maybe their goals are different. Maybe they have a whole team helping them. And so I have to be realistic and be gentle and be appreciative because I'll be honest, sometimes when I'm comparing, I am not being grateful. (laughs) I am not in a state of gratitude. I'm not. I'm being ungrateful. And so I have to come back and practice gratitude. Trust me, the more I practice gratitude, the more I am content and satisfied. So when it occurs, it's my responsibility to have a conversation, to recognize, to acknowledge and have those conversations and encourage myself or remind myself of what I do have versus what I don't have because that's the essence of lack right lack is like what I don't have it's a focus on what you don't have that inadequacy and that inferiority versus focusing on what you do have and then you have to also not only do you have to recognize what you have you have to recognize that it's valuable and you have to believe it's valuable people can tell you all day long but you have to believe that you know the saying is the grass looks greener on the other side but is it really greener on the other side Sometimes what's happening for me, my vision is becoming cloudy. I'm not being quiet. And so when I'm looking at what other people are doing or, you know, I'm being distracted and I have to be intentional about bringing myself back to my why. I think it's so important to know your why and write that down and have that somewhere. Why do I have this family? Why am I traveling? Why am I in my career? Why am I making these adjustments? What is your why? Why am I the way I am? What is your why? And if you can understand your why when your vision gets cloudy and when you're being distracted by all these comparisons, come back to your why. Always going to be coming back, being silent, being intentional and connecting to yourself. Like I've said it so many times, we are wired to connect with others, with ourselves, and with God, with the world. You have to, have to create time to connect. There is no instant gratification. Doesn't last. So to take away from today, I want you to think about this. 
My biggest solution and the best thing that I do, which I have been speaking about, is being intentional about becoming aware of when I compare and taking a step back to assess and reflect on my comparisons, ask myself, what am I doing this? And then become grateful and remind myself of my strengths to build myself up. Because ultimately, if I don't and I'm constantly comparing It robs me of my joy and of my freedom because now I'm in a state of trying to be someone I was never created to be. And if we try to be someone we was never created to be, we will never be happy. We'll never feel free and we'll always be in a state of lack. So I want you to remind you to be intentional, be aware, become in tune when you are comparing and begin to build yourself back up, be grateful and remind yourself of your strengths. And why you're doing this is because you can ultimately live in a space of joy and freedom and contentment. Thank you so much again, as always, for listening. Please share this with a friend. Listen to it again. Take notes. But most importantly, I want you to write down the places where you compare and the things that you've compared, perhaps you're going to write a list to your younger self or sorry, write a letter to your younger self and apologize to your younger self for rejecting and not appreciating and feeling like your younger self lacks something and actually take the time out to see what your younger self gave you. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear if you wrote a letter, how that went. So thank you as always for listening to this podcast. Please share with a friend. Have an amazing day, evening or night. If you connected with what you just heard, please subscribe, rate and review the podcast. You can stay connected by following our Instagram, Authentic Wednesday Podcast and visiting our website, AuthenticWednesday.com. Remember, authenticity is a journey, not a destination.